Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, welcome back. I am super, super excited to be bringing you this episode, which is posing a question I get asked about tons and tons on social media. So if you don't follow me over on Instagram, please head over and you can either follow my personal account, which is Jess underscore Shembury underscore, which is J-E-S-S underscore S-C-H-E-M-B-R-I underscore, or you can follow me at the Abundance Hub on Instagram as well. Um, But for a lot of people who have been following me for some time, you would have noticed and you would have seen that about, oh, it would have been about a year ago now when my son was around six months of age, I started to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, Sounds pretty crazy. And a lot of people, I'm sure, and I actually know this, um, actually really judged me for imparting this excited uh, persona over on Instagram around the fact that I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Now, what I want to talk to you guys about today is why a successful morning routine can lead to abundance in life. And, you know, there are a few different things that happened to me and happened, well, I shouldn't say to me, I don't like that terminology, but there are a few different things that happened for me, especially after having Leo, my son, who is now um, a year and a half old, but when he was six months old, you know, I really, really had to push myself into a really successful morning routine because I had lots of things that I wanted to get done. One of my coaches and mentors helped me write an incredible mission and vision statement and had encouraged me highly to motivate, um, to motivate, I love motivating people, but to meditate every single morning and do an intentional meditation around how I was going to show up for the day. And when I asked them, well, how am I meant to do all of that when I've got a six month old baby at home? I mean, I don't know when he's going to wake up. It could be any time, you know, from 5am to 7am. Like, when am I going to find the time? Basically my coach and any good coach will hold you accountable. They're not there to fluff up the answer and give you excuses said, well, do you want the results or do you not want the results? And if you're into manifestation, if you're into having long-term vision, if you're into goal setting, you will totally agree that if you don't do the things, you're not going to get the result. So basically he said, well, I think you're just going to have to figure out a way to get it done, right? Because I'm your coach. You've trusted me to 
teach you skills and give you things that I know if you do them, you will create abundance in your life. You will create the life you are consciously designing. But if you don't do them, if you don't read your mission statement, if you don't take time to meditate, if you decide not to take the advice I'm giving you, then don't. But your your may your possibility of getting the rewards probably are going to be pretty slim because without action nothing happens right <laughs> so that's the long story short but a successful morning routine can really really lead you to abundance and i know that when i started on social media um I've gone through some different waves with what I've been doing on social and I'll, I'll give you a bit of a background. If you don't follow me, I'd love you to, but I'll give you a bit of background. So I started my social media account about six years ago when I had my daughter and it started off as a accountability account to show people that I was eating healthy and losing baby weight. And it transformed into the most rewarding thing that I could have ever imagined. I now, you know, coach, mentor and empower women all over the world through it. And I'm so excited that what I offer is able to be shared with the world. But I went through lots of different stages with my social media. At first it was really raw and then I started to become more polished and I, you know, I would get all these beautiful images taken and it was all about, you know, um, building a brand. And, and for a long time there, I just thought that my job was to in not impress people, but to impress upon people that, you know, you can have it all and you should just be perfect. And, and that's how you do it. And if you eat well and you train hard and you do all these things, you'll get these results. And yes, that's true. But what I realized is that I was missing the real parts of my story and I wasn't sharing as authentically as I could. Um, now for me, when I had my second baby, I found it really hard. And Leo was an angel. He sleeps through the night. Uh, there was nothing dramatic that was happening as a result of him being in our life, but I just found it really, really hard. I had gotten so used to having freedom. My daughter was six when my son was born. And so she could wipe her own bum. She could dress herself. She was making her bed. She was on the way, if not already making her smoothies in the morning, doing her oats, packing her bag. She was at school. I wasn't paying for childcare anymore. I had this good six hour block during the day that I could build my business. I could communicate with her. She could talk, she could walk, all these things. Everything was going really well. And my husband and I were kind of like, we were pretty content with one child but you know, you get all this niggling stuff, especially from family. When are you having another baby? You're going to have only one and only child, blah, blah, blah. Um, on top of that, Scarlett, my daughter started telling me she wanted a brother or a sister. And so we had a discussion and we said, look, we'll try to fall pregnant. We'll give it a certain period of time. We'd put a date on it. If we haven't fallen pregnant by this day, then you know, all over Red Rover, we won't keep trying. But um, the universe decided that we were meant to have another baby. And I am so thrilled we did. And looking back, I couldn't be more grateful to have Leo in our lives. And he brings us so much joy. But the, for a period there, it was really, really fucking hard. You know, it was, um, it was a huge shock to my system. It was something where I thought I was all over it because I'd had a baby before. I knew what to do, but I lost all of this freedom that I'd created. 
I had this grown child who was doing all these things on her own. And then Leo came in there and I was back to having to pack nappy bags and not being able to leave the house. And, and between the time of having Scarlett and Leo, I'd created a pretty abundant lifestyle or me and my husband had for ourselves. And we liked doing lunches on Mondays and I liked getting my nails done and my eyelashes done and my hair done and having facials and doing all these luxurious things. And I know that sounds like such a cop out and such a stupid thing to whinge about, but I'd worked really hard and so had my husband to create this lifestyle. And then it was like, in some ways it was ripped out from under my feet because I had this little human that was relying on me. Um, and just the pure frustration of folding and unfolding the pram and all those things just really, really got to me. And I felt like I lost a huge sense of self. I felt like the identity that I had just spent the last six years building up, I felt where I was in such a positive space was all coming crashing down around me. And so when I decided to start this really early morning routine, waking up at normally 4.30 in the morning, that's right, 4.30 a.m., um, and creating a really successful morning routine for myself, it took a lot of work and my mindset really had to shift in order for me to be able to commit to myself that I would start doing it. Now, when I did start, I must say I lived in a beautiful house on the water, so my backyard looked at the ocean So it was very easy, very, very easy for me to want to wake up. I could see the sunrise over the horizon every morning. Um, I say this because guys, I'm sure, and I know I actually saw someone post on social media once and I knew they were an avid follower of me and they posted something to the effect of, um, I'm not one of those moms that works out every day and wakes up at 4.30 to look at her waterfront, you know, sunrise or something. And I felt, I'm not sure if it was, um, if it was directly targeted at me, uh, thank God she didn't tag me in it, but I felt as though she was writing about my life in a really sarcastic way. And I know that it has nothing to do with me as to why she would have written that, but I do feel that it was a bit of a dig at my happy persona and the things I was doing. And so, you know, when I thought about doing this podcast, I thought I really do want to share that I, at the point in time when I was creating this routine, I was in a lot of pain. I was actually almost feeling like, um, a sense of anxiety was coming over me. I, we had a lot of family stuff going on as well. Um, a lot of stress with, with dramas and and all sorts of things that I probably won't go into in this episode. Uh, I might save it for another day, but there were points where there was so much stress and there was so much time and energy being dragged out of our family unit for other family members that were causing, you know, pain and um, suffocation within our family. And so between feeling like I'd lost myself, between this family stress, I remember feeling so, so anxious. I was also probably drinking too much wine. I I definitely was, to be honest. And all of that stuff was just getting to me. And I was like, this is, this is fucked up. I'm not in a happy space and I need to figure out a way to shift it. And so for me, investing in my coach, um, really, really forcing myself into action and change was the only thing that I could do to get my mental clarity and my shift back. And what it did is that ever since I started that morning routine, 
um, I decided that I would stop negotiating with myself. So what I used to do in the past is I would make myself promises and then I would negotiate my way out of them. And if you can relate to this, please share this with someone else or please post this on your socials, take a screenshot, write some notes and make sure that you develop a really cool way of thinking. It's kind of what I did, which was I'm not negotiating with myself anymore. Like I'm actually stronger than that. I'm not going to work a way out, work my way out of having the life I want. And it starts with committing and deciding from the get-go every single day that you're going to start your day on the right foot. And so I tell you all of this and I hope you can hear it in what I'm saying is that I was in a space that was pretty low at the point in time that I decided to create this 4.30 a.m. motivation morning. Um, But a successful routine can lead to so much abundance. I know this now. I've proven it to myself. I see it in my one-on-one coaching clients all the time. When we get their mindset right, when we build their self-worth, they start showing up for themselves and they start, like I watch them on Instagram stories. I watch the clients messaging me saying, oh my gosh, I've just gone and put my feet in the ocean this morning. I may have had to drive 40 minutes to do it, but I'm so happy I did because I had no idea what committing to myself would actually feel like. Um, I know there are some people that are not near beaches, but you've got grass, you've got, you've got, um, (laughs) fields, you've got a bathtub to get into a cold shower to get into. There are so many things you can do to shift your energy in the morning. And so what I want to do is I want to talk to you about what I do. Um, but ultimately guys, if you're considering taking the lead from me and starting a routine that is going to serve you, remember this, remember this, this is really, really important is that by showing up for yourself, by stopping the negotiation with yourself, what you're doing is you are telling the universe a few very key things. So you're telling the universe, I value you. I love you. I'm showing up for you because I respect you. And when you show up before you've arrived, when you show up for yourself in a way that no one else can, you're telling the universe, okay, look, I'm, I've got this. I'm doing well at this. You can give me more now. I can handle more. So the universe only gives you what they, what it knows you can handle. And so if you're waking up because one of your kids is standing in front of you, looking at you in the eyeballs going, mom, mom, I'm hungry. I just pooed my bed. Mom, the baby's crying. Um, if you're waking up after four, five snoozes of the alarm, feeling fatigued with no vision and purpose, that you're telling the universe that you don't care. You're telling the universe fuck it. I'm just, my standards are low and I just can't get out of my own way. And I'm telling you this, I know this is honest and raw, but I'm telling you this because that's exactly what I was doing before I decided to take charge. It's exactly what I was doing. I was coming from a place of fuck it mentality. Who cares? I've got enough excuses. I can blame, shame and justify as much as I want because I've just had a baby and that's what I'm going to do. So when you decide to show up for yourself, when you tell the universe, I value you, I love you, I'm showing up now, I respect myself, I'm ready, give me more, I'm ready for more, I've got this universe, the universe starts to send abundance your way. 
So I hope you guys understand that. Um, And you're going to pick up through my podcast that the universal laws are something and the laws of attraction and all of those things are something I'm very, very passionate about. And the reason I am is because they show up for me daily. They literally show up. I I find money on the ground. I have opportunities presented to me continuously and constantly. And I know it's because I choose to show up for myself and therefore people show up in my life exactly where they're meant to. So without losing too much track on what this is all about, one of the biggest questions I want you to ask yourself, if you are like, Jess, thank you for all of this. Thanks for just slapping me in the face and making me cry but I'm just not worthy, is what do I lose by negotiating with myself? What do I lose when I negotiate with myself? Because if you know you're worth it, you know that it isn't really true that you don't have time or that you're incapable of waking up early. I used to feel that I really did need eight hours sleep. I felt like that, um, but really what I needed was I needed six hours of proper sleep. So what I used to do is I used to watch my phone until I went to bed and I used to compare myself until I went to bed and scroll Instagram. I didn't invest in myself, didn't read books. I didn't meditate. I did none of that. And then I couldn't sleep. So it would take me an hour to get to sleep. And then I'd have weird dreams and then I'd wake up and my phone would still be playing and all this shit would be going on. And no wonder I felt like I needed eight to 10 hours sleep and I woke up tired every morning. I didn't value my health or well-being enough to be up and giving myself the nutrients I needed. Um, I wasn't moving my body and motion creates emotion, guys. So if you feel like sluggish, think about it. Laying in bed is going to make you feel more sluggish, right? If you get up and you just do some conscious breathing. If you do a star jump or two, or for for me, who's probably not going to star jump because two kids and star jumping just doesn't really go together, but you do a couple of push-ups, or you do a plank or you do some stretching or some yoga, or you go to the gym and you push some weights, you walk along the beach or you have a cold shower and you stretch your body and you think about what you can be grateful for that motion will create emotion within your body. It will make you feel positive and happy. So I'm going to give you some tips around what my morning routine is. And what I want to do is on the get-go, I want you guys to know that this is not the perfect way to live your life. This is just the way that I have decided to. My main message here is that if you're not feeling yourself, if you're feeling like life is just passing you by, then take charge. And one of the best places to start is the morning routine um, because successfully taking charge in the morning sets the tone for the rest of the day. It just does, guys. There's no there's no um, negotiation around it. The way I feel is that if you can't take charge of your own decisions, thoughts, habits in the morning, then what hope have you got for the rest of the day? So, If you are somebody, however, and I'm just going to say this as a disclaimer, if you are somebody who's like, well, great, Jess, but I leave for work at 4.30 and what do you want me to do? Wake up at 2.30. I would suggest that you think about the things you can do the night before in order to help the routine. So I know lots of people that travel on trains to work. um, So you can listen to podcasts on the train. You can still do 10 sit-ups, a plank and a few push-ups next to your bed. Um, I'm not trying to say, you know, high level performance for every single person, you know, you got to start where you are and you got to work your way up, 
but there's opportunity everywhere to make sure that your routine is successful in the morning. And that might just be like pre-making a smoothie in a, you know, putting everything in a, in a packet so that you can blend it within two seconds or deciding to drink iced coffee so that you don't need to wait for the kettle to boil. I mean, that sounds simple, but guys, like be real with yourself. What do you want out of this life? Do you want to stand there waiting for the kettle to boil while you're scrolling Instagram? Or do you want to just grab the cold brew that you've got in the fridge and get out the door quicker so that you can get that podcast on for the day or read that book or, you know, do whatever you need to do. So what I do when I wake up in the morning is I always start my day with a huge drink of water. I normally have water next to my bed so that I don't even need to go downstairs to get the water. But otherwise, first thing is walk down to the kitchen and have my drink of water. At the moment, celery juice is something that people are losing their shit over. And yeah, I've lost my shit over it too. I've been drinking it now. Um, most days for about the last five or six months, I personally have never felt better, but I feel like it's a combination of that, my eating habits, my training habits, and my mindset that all come together to help me feel incredible. But for me, I just went, it's not that hard to do. So I'm just going to do it. Then I, um, start to make my coffee. Now my coffee, I create a concoction and I could probably do a whole podcast about this, but I create a concoction that most people would probably think tastes like dishwater. Um, but it's, it's not so bad. I I promise you, but it's basically a black coffee that I put medicinal mushroom powder in. I put ashwagandha powder in, I put collagen and MCT oil in there. I blend that baby up and I slowly enjoy that coffee while reading my divine mission statement. Now, my divine mission statement, I will do another podcast on it, but basically it's a three page document. It takes me about seven to eight minutes to read. And it's, it's my whole life designed out and planned out exactly how I truly believe it is. It is manifesting and it is on its way to being created. And I read it in the present tense. So as if it's already happened, I read that sometimes up to 10 times a day. I teach this at my retreats. It takes a very long time to effectively create a a divine mission statement. Um, It's not something that you do like in two seconds, like a company mission statement. We are here to serve the many, blah, blah, blah. It's a really in-depth document. So I do that with my one-on-one coaching clients. And I also help people achieve a, a vision and a mission statement for themselves at all of my retreats that I host around the world. So if that's something of interest to you, let me know. Um, but I may do another call or podcast about this in the future. So I read my mission statement, um, after having the celery juice and the coffee, I normally take a few supplements. And then from there, it's normally the case of having a cold shower or, going straight to the beach for a walk or to the gym. Now, I normally like to be back home and ready to face and uh, I shouldn't say face, but yeah, ready to face the family and the you know morning routine by 6.15, 6.30. Now, if I get time in the morning, what I also love to do as a parent is I love to pack my daughter's lunch and start breakfast before they wake up. The reason I do that is because I find that I am able to be such a more present and loving mother 
when I'm not in a flustered state. And I'm one of these chronic multitaskers who loves, loves, loves to do two things at once. Like if I could do squats, drink coffee, write a, write a blog and do a post to Instagram all at once, I would do it. Um, I'm cooking dinner and I'm trying to do things at once. Now I've made a conscious decision as well that I don't look at my phone in the mornings anymore. This is something that I actually learned or picked up from Brendan Bouchard. Uh, he is the author of high performance habits. If you haven't listened to that podcast, you totally should, but I remember him saying in a podcast once that if you pick up your phone in the morning, you're just reacting. You're just responding to things rather than being conscious around the way you want to live. So I don't wake up and check Instagram to see what my friends have done overnight. I don't check my emails. I do not look in my bank account. I just simply don't look at my phone. And if I feel tempted, Sometimes I open the app, which is called, now let me make sure I tell you the right thing, but it is called, it's Daily Teachings by The Magic. No, The Secret, sorry, The Secret. Now that is just daily affirmations um, that are all about universal laws of attraction. So if I need something positive, I do that. But trust me, guys, that has been one of my biggest lessons is stop being attached to your devices. Now, once, um, once I've done all that, and if I do decide to do the kids, you know, the kids food before, like when I get back from exercise, what that normally means is that they're still asleep. Thank the Lord. But if they're not, then it's straight into it. I must give you guys a disclaimer is that my husband is here with me. Obviously, if you are a single parent, you are not going to be able to go to the gym when your kids are asleep. But I I do have a lot of time when my hubby travels and I just work things around it. So I I just do every other part of the morning routine here. I do miss out on the exercise, but I can do an at-home workout. I can do an at-home yoga. Again, once you're in a routine and once you're really showing up for yourself on this level, it it's it's almost like you miss it when you don't do it. It becomes a part of your day that is so rewarding that it's not a chore. It's not a mindset battle of, I don't feel like it. It's like, I don't want to miss out on it because it's so fucking rewarding. So, um, when I move my body, I have a few different ways I do it and they're they're all for different purposes. So I thought I'd run you through that quickly as well. So basically I do love weights training. That is something that I have loved for many years now. And I find that it helps me get the results I like for my body. Um, it helps me feel strong. And when I'm doing weight training, I'm normally listening to my epic playlists on Spotify. Um, now that is to reach my personal physique goals, to get stronger, to be more athletic and to keep, keep my lean muscle up and to, um, and to keep my fat, my body fat down. I also am blessed to live near a beach. So I often go for walks on the beach. Now, when I do that, I go in my bikini and I listen to podcasts and I always have a swim. It doesn't matter how cold it is. If I have got my feet on the sand and I am near the water, I run into the water and I cleanse myself that way. I find it's liberating and something that I have attached myself to and a persona that I've attached myself to in the years of personal development that I've done is that 
I, I live with the free mind of a child and, um, in so many ways, you know, children are so adventurous and they don't worry about outcomes. And, and I love the fact that when I was a kid, I just never tested the water's temperature. I just jumped in the pool because I was excited to swim. And so I kind of go with that theory when I'm on the beach. Um, I try to do that one or two times a week. And then the other times when I'm just not feeling in the mood for the beach, which sounds crazy, but sometimes I'm not, um, and I'm not feeling like I want to train. I just go for walks or bike rides, but being active does, isn't a chore to me. It's just something that I know is really rewarding. Um, it helps me listen to podcasts more regularly. It helps me connect with nature and overall, um, it's just something that I believe as parents, especially we should be doing because we're role models and I want my children to know that exercise is a daily thing. It's something that we should be doing often because I don't want to end up in my middle age or old age with disease and with fatigue and with all those different things. So, um, that kind of wraps up what I do in the morning. I don't think I've missed anything, but every single time I do one of these podcasts, I think, oh my gosh, have I added enough value? I hope at the beginning guys, you could hear my passion and you could hear how passionate I am about showing up for yourself. This is going to be a running theme. This is something that I've learned. And trust me when I tell you this learning and this wisdom and all of these things, this value that I'm sharing with you, this didn't come easy to me guys. So I'm not here to stand up on a pedestal and say, I'm better than you. I've got my 4.30 a.m. routine. You should all jump out of bed tomorrow and start. Just start with something small. So whether it's like, okay, for the first week, I'm not getting up at 4.30, but I'll promise myself not to look at my phone and I'll just go downstairs and I'll just drink more water. And then the second week it might be, okay, so I've, I've mastered that. I'm getting good at that. Maybe I'm going to try my celery juice, or maybe I'll do a a cold pressed juice, or maybe I'll have a green tea or a coffee or some medicinal blend. Like I create, um, the next week it might be 10 minutes workout at home. The week after that, it might be getting ahead of the game with the school lunches. So don't try and bite off more than you can chew. Remember that all of this stuff is a mindset game. So if you're struggling to do it, you've got to go back to your mindset. You've got to go back to what is stopping me? Like, what am I losing by negotiating with myself? What's stopping me from doing this stuff? What is going on in my head that is causing me to keep making excuses for why I'm not showing up, for why I don't feel I'm worthy enough to have greatness like everyone else? Why don't I want to attract abundance into my life? Is it really true that I don't have time? Do I value my health and wellness? And if if you can't answer those things really, really clearly, then that's where you have to start. So, so into podcasts, so into personal development, read really good books. If you want recommendations, please send me a message over on, on Instagram um, or through the website and I can answer those questions for you. But I hope you have enjoyed this and I hope, I truly, truly hope to hear how you have changed your morning routines as a result of this podcast, please screenshot this, please tag me in it. Please, please, please share this with anyone else you think could use hearing some of this information because I do this to get this out to the masses because I want more people to feel the incredibly abundant life that I have created for myself. And I want people to have exactly what they want out of their life. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Mega blessings. And we will 
see you again next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.